time for the Any Conversation Podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, this is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In The Conversation, the podcast. Oh, shit. We in the building, man. Good to good to speak to you. We, no you know, st- Week, uh, I don't even know. I've been stopped keeping count of the quarantine situation. <laughs> I, I think no. everybody done gave up on the quarantine. It's like, fuck it. I'm bored. Yeah. God, I'm out. I'm going to just take my chance. Fuck it. A lot of that in the world. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I was on the bike the other day. Uh-huh. And I, I got over into Clinton Hill and mm. <clears throat> actually on on this on Biggie Street on St. James. So okay. I got on St. James, past Biggie's crib, like, oh shit, that's Biggie's crib. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the way you do when you pass Biggie's crib. You know what right, I'm right. Hilarious. And then I got to the next block on the same street. And these motherfuckers having a full on block party. Uh unofficial. Mm. They dancing in the street. They don't they don't Give no fucks. Like what's the demo? The, the street dancers on a street that's not blocked off with no permit. You guess. Uh, okay. They were they, <laughs> okay. the light skin persuasion. <laughs> the, okay, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, above the law. Yeah, they're above the law. They got privilege. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because they okay. they basically just in the street like fuck it. You know what I'm saying? But the DJ was probably like an old schooler that been around. You know what I mean? So he okay. had his DJ set in his in his courtyard, and we was playing the music. You had people uh-huh. all on their stoops, and you had a good twenty five people dancing in the streets, up on each other, or were they social distancing, I mean, or what was it looking they, like? They call themselves social distancing, but it wasn't. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? You know, it was fluid. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. It wasn't it was, no, it was no mask involved. Okay. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I'm sliding through. They looking at me like I'm interrupting their party. Like I'm in their <laughs> way. Right. I'm right, riding right. right through the middle of the shit. Like okay, it's beep beep. Okay. <laughs> I thought you way? said it was a dead end block though. It, no, it was not a dead end block. It was a through, oh. It was a through street. It was no dead ends. It wasn't <laughs> blocked off. They just was in the street. And they just basically just took over the street. If you were right. in the car, you would have had to blow the horn. You on a bike. You yeah. a nuisance. Yeah, I'm a nuisance. Damn. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it's probably one of those streets not a lot of people. It's a one-way for one thing. It's a street mm. that it don't get a lot of traffic. So, you know what I'm saying? They probably felt free to just, you know, be in the street. Got it. Because it's not Got a it. lot of traffic on that street just by the way it's situated. Uh-huh. Mm. So I was like, man, these, these motherfuckers don't give a fuck. Nah, man. That shit, it's a, it's a different negotiation as it relates to this this virus when it comes to uh certain people like i see a lot of a lot of well first let me ask this question were they at least playing biggie or no no they were playing like you know the good you know universal disco house type of vibe you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like a d night set you know what i'm saying okay okay yeah. okay all right all right interesting um now nah, but what i was going to say is i was I think I was reading this this article in the Washington Post about how it was in Atlanta. And there's this spot, I forget, I guess it's like near Alpharetta maybe. There's a name of this fucking, damn, I can't remember the name of it. But it's like a, it's like a little upscale mall type mm-hmm. of situation. Avondale maybe. I don't yeah, think, I think that's that sounds about like, right. That sounds about right. 
Okay, so it's an upscale mall. I think it's a Chanel over there, whatever, whatever. So they talking about, you know, they let people, you know, they open it up out there in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And people are back in the world. And they were up there, you know, up yonder past 400, you know, and they uh, they were they were of the lighter shade of brown. You know what I mean? They was mm-hmm. they was white folks and shit and they were moving around for the most part, moving around, no masks on. You know what I'm saying? There's a quote. There's a 60 year old. Well, there's a dude, the cash register, cash register person at Starbucks, 60 years old with a mask on. You know, probably shouldn't even be out there really risking it, but he got to put some money together. Mm-hmm. He t- he's at the register. He panicking because this cat ordering got no mask. You know what I mean? And just just living life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like just just impeding on everybody air. So yeah. there's that. Then is they talking about this one group, this one couple. They walk in. The woman bypasses the the hand sanitizer at the front. No mask on. Goes fondles a bunch of blouses and then walks out, you know, and like mm-hmm. cats is just living how they gonna live. You right. know what I mean? Like right. it and or I'll say this last thing, I saw some shit. They got a they got a supermarket out in LA or on the West Coast, I guess, called Gelson's. It's like a some I guess kinda upscale. I don't know what the equivalent would be here in New York or whatever, mm-hmm. but they there was uh there's a mask policy. You gotta have a mask on to go in there or you can't come in. Right. So this woman, she's recording, and uh, she's a, she sound like a white woman. She don't show us, so she sound like a white woman. She was like, uh, she said, uh, they were like, yeah, you can't come in with no mask. So she's doing the, you know, I, I'm gonna record you to kind of make you look stupid. Mm-hmm. And he was, she was like, well, I don't, I don't understand why I can't come in there. I, I, I have a, I have a, uh, I have a condition. Well, uh, you know, my doctor told me I shouldn't wear a mask because it would inflame my condition. It's a, it's a, it's a HIPAA proof thing. I've got a note. Uh, you know, I, I need to be able to go in there with no mask. He was like, "Yo, listen, I hear you and all of that, and I love it." And the dude was white too, so mm-hmm. you know, it was like, uh, it was like, uh, he was like very neutralizing. He was like, "I hear you and all that. I feel you, but that, you know, that unfortunately that's not gonna happen. We could shop for you." So mm-hmm. he gave her, you know, he gave her the option, and she was like. You, no, 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 because, then you, you know, there are certain things that I want to buy that are, that are very discreet that I don't want anybody oh, to know about. Yes, and yes, I don't yes, I don't want to I don't want to give you my private card information. He was like, well, you know, shit. I mean, we could just we could. I mean, that's our option. She was like, I want to speak to your your manager. She's, he goes, gets the manager, the manager. She says, I, I need your card. He gives her the card. And then she's like, I feel oppressed. <laughs> well, well, Discriminated well. against. Yeah, man. Welcome the, to the club. The the white women aren't taking this thing too lightly, man. This this oh, plenty man. of instances on the internet where the Karen hashtag is getting a lot of burn out here. Yeah, they that entitlement is flaring up in the mm. world. So yeah, man. I, I don't I don't know how they gonna survive this thing. Yeah, I seen some breakdowns. I saw some shit on World Star. This chick threw a fake Louis bag at this other lady, white lady. She was in the car. She's beefing some road rage shit. And she was like, she was, you know, was coming for the, I guess the lady was black in the other car. He couldn't tell. She was the camera woman. But he was like, you wish you had hair like me. She said, matter of fact, let me get rid of this purse that I had laying around. And she threw, like she threw a purse on the girl's uh, fucking windshield and shit. The shit just sitting there. And it, it looked like a fake ass Louis bag. So it was a weird stunt. You know what I mean? Like, kind of flexes that, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, 
shit is going crazy right now. Things are things are very tumultuous in the in the universe. Yeah. To say the least. Yeah, man. I'm chilling, mom. I catch a lot of things. Settle, settle the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> Get this damn yeah, thing yeah. under control. You know what I'm saying? What you so, been up to? Man, I've been quarantining, man. I I, I um I picked up a new skill. I um start, mm. started doing collage art. Oh shit. Digital collage art rather. Okay. Um, All right. For people or just for yourself? It's still what you do. No, nah, I'm doing it for like, myself. Like this is okay. this art. This is not commerce. This is some shit I'm doing because I want to do it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I can dig it. And then it, it really made me realize the difference in the two, you know what I'm saying? Because you right. know, you know yeah. it's a you know it's a difference, but I've been so exercised in commerce that, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, I really didn't take the art my art seriously you know what i mean mm. i took mm-hmm. it you know i took my work seriously but that it was i considered it work you know what i'm saying it was it was how i ate how i got money so right you know what i'm saying after you know what i'm saying anytime that i get into a place where you know if i'm if i'm stressed i, I start creating you know what i mean mm-hmm. just that's like a stress reliever for me whether it was music whether whatever it was you know what i'm saying that's what i do so when when Lloyd died, I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I, it was hard to process. So I just started creating shit. And then um my 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 thorough sweatshirts came in, so I was feeling kind of inspired and shit. So I took um I tried on one and took a little picture in the mirror. And then I was like, mm-hmm. okay, these shits came out tight. You know what I'm saying? All right, bet. So then I was going to post it. But then I was like, let me clean it up because it wasn't no light. So it was kind of fuzzy a little bit. So I was like, let me see if I can clean it up a little bit. So I'm messing with it. And then, you know, I'm also at the same time kind of looking for some pictures of Lloyd that I could post on the internet, you know. So I um, came across these textures that I used to use when I had the magazine and the blog just to fuck with pictures and shit. So I'm like, oh, shit, I remember these. Let me um, see if... I could do something with this. So I took them and put them into what I was working on. Then before you know it, I was like, oh, shit, this is cool. And then um, put it together. And then uh, that was the one that the first one I posted with the with the parrot that we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Right. So so that was the first one. So then I, then next day, Andre Harrell died. I'm like, damn. So I did one of Andre Harrell. And then... Um, I started working on one for Lloyd, but then I was like, it was kind of tough. So I did a few more with myself in it, you know what I'm saying? And then um, I got back to Lloyd, and then I came up with an idea of how to do his and include, like, him at his old shop with all the people on the block, how they used to be, because it was one guy on Facebook, Remy, who took pictures around the hood, and he had a couple of the events on that block, very Mm. documented, you know what I'm saying? So, and the only, only reason I knew he tagged me in one because I was DJing one of them and he tagged me. And so I was like, oh, shit, I remember this. And then, so I just started taking all those pictures and then cutting them up and putting them into the scene and created this whole little scene that came out dope. I'm like, yo, this is dope. And so, you know, one of my neighbors who, you know, there's a lot of like, community organizers around here like you know powerful people people who use their voice for shit 
Um, and one of them called me and was like, yo, you know, send, send this to me. I mean, this is fucking crazy. I've just been crying ever since I've seen it. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Mm. And then she was like, the lady who sent it to her was crying, say she was on the conference call on Facebook, and she got it. And she saw it while she was on the conference call and just bust out crying. Like, you know, that's what I get for being on Facebook while I'm on the call. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so, so uh, the lady, you know, they I guess they talked about it, da 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 because both of them was in the scene. Because they were both like mm-hmm. regulars, and and uh, the one lady she owned the spot next door, so oh, okay, she was like, um, she was like, <clears throat> you know, well, who did it? And then she was like, Ali Muhammad, and that was for the first time in the history of me ever doing all the stuff I do that I felt like an artist. You know what I'm saying? When she's mm. like, well, who did it? I was like, Ali Muhammad. I'm like, oh shit, I'm Ali Muhammad. I did that shit. You know what I'm saying? And it it, it just yeah. fl- it flipped the switch. You know what I'm saying? Because I could execute mm-hmm. ideas, like, you know what I'm saying? But, again, it just becomes a project. It just becomes, okay, boom, let's do it, let's do it. And But then this time it felt like, ah, it's something that you created. You know what I'm saying? From scratch. It wasn't a project. You just created it. It felt different. And so right. f- from there I'm like, shit, I'm an artist. I'm Ali Muhammad. So I started making more shit, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, man, it it got fun, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I could do anything with these shits, you know what I'm saying? I could go any direction. So I started really exploring, like, Miami and my childhood and, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. And, um, and, And, you know, one of the stories I told on the podcast about hitting the guy Benz at Jumbos. Yeah. So I, um, I found a, a, uh, a nice picture of Jumbo's when it was closing down a few years ago. And um, mm-hmm. the paper did a, a whole spread on it and it had a nice picture, so I took that shit. And then I made a scene of, <laughs> of me in front of Jumbo's with, you know what I'm saying, with, with a picture uh, I had with one of my, with, with, with John Walder, who's a shooter who shoots with me a lot. You know what I'm saying? Because right. we had a picture and that shit looked like we were sitting in a car already, but we were sitting next to each other in these chairs at an event. And then I was okay. like, man, that'll be dope. That looked like, and then once I found the car, I was like, oh. Actually, I was talking to you when I came up with the shit. Yeah. Last, yeah, yeah, last, you telling last, me. last week I was yeah. I was talking to you, and then I was like, and then something, something you said made me figure, figure out, damn, I know exactly what I could do. Shit. And then I did it. That shit went, that shit went up. That's probably like the most popular shit I ever did on Instagram. Yeah, that shit was dope. So That shit was dope. Yes. Yeah, you traveling in the midst of a pandemic. That shit is amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like it's a thing where you could you create whatever world you want to create, which you know what I'm saying, you always knew that like when you fucking with with video, film, art, you know you can create whatever. It just seems like being in a quarantine, this is like the best way for me to create whatever scene I want to be affiliated with or a part of or any mood that I might be in, I could just place myself in it, right? Which is dope, and then I could place all the element, any element that I want to place in it, in it, which is which is dope. Create your own atmosphere, yeah. So your own reality, yeah. yeah. So so it's, it's feeling like three different little tracks that's that it's going in. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know you could do uh-huh. tributes. You know what I'm saying? Then you could do these these uh self-realized worlds that I put myself in, you know what I'm saying? Right. And then 
you know, and then you could freestyle, you could explore, you know, you could explore, I can explore my youth, you know what I'm saying, or the things, mm. like like we talked about last week, the things that make up who I am. So mm-hmm. that, that's all been cool in the quarantine. It's like, it feel like if I didn't break my laptop, this wouldn't be happening like this because when I broke the screen on the laptop, it forced me to get a, a bigger screen. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, dog. Which I needed anyway, but I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have pulled the trigger on it no time soon. So I when I broke the screen, that was my only way to even, you know what I'm saying, work with the laptop until, you know what I'm saying, I feel like the Apple store is open and now I had to ship my shit off for, you know, however long. So getting a bigger screen allowed me to to see more and, you know what I'm saying, be more creative. And mm-hmm. it opened the door to, to, for this shit to happen. And I'm like, damn, that's that's some wild shit. So now breaking that's the screen up. on the laptop don't feel as bad as it did. Right. That shit was an investment. <laughs> that whole shit. That's what, that was what was supposed to happen. Right. You know, <clears throat> um, well, congratulations, man. Oh, man, I appreciate it. Ali man. Muhammad, the artist. The artist. In residence. <laughs> nah, that's what in, it is. In residence for real. In, my in residence for real. That's the, this is the, uh, the self, the self shelter, the sheltering in place project. Uh, nah, man, that shit is, that shit is fire. You know, um, based off what you said, I've been, you know, I've had a couple conversations with people as of late, right? But, um. Based on something you said, one I thought is mad funny when you said, "Yeah, I saw that." That what's the place called? Jumbos. Yeah, you said I saw a photo of Jumbos when the shit was going out of out of uh, out of business, and that shit was a dope photo. So I took that shit. <laughs> that shit just sound hilarious. <laughs> that shit sound deeper than a JPEG. I took that shit. <laughs> that shit is <laughs> that shit is like nigga. I got this, nah, nigga. This is mine. So I can see it's like a chain being snatched. You see the shit popping off a nigga neck. Pop, nigga, I got that. That's for me, nigga. It's going on my hard drive, nigga. Desktop. Oh, shit. I mean, but, um, hey, man, yeah. it's, it's like sampling. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like snatching the loop, you know? But it, it's also just like, it's kind of, you know, in the, in the obviously in the found media space, it's taking what you want to create what you need to or you want to, right? Right. And it's like, you saying, yo, I could I could put myself anywhere. I could create anything, you know, you know, with this this uh this collage art and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this quarantine got me looking like that's how life is though. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, life is what you make it, like the song. You know what I mean? But it's even beyond that, it's just it's just how big you dream. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like when you said, yo, I had to get a bigger screen because my other screen fucked up. And I had plans to get a bigger screen, but I, I had to pull the trigger on it. And, you know, fucking push came to shove and my old screen got fucked up. So I had to go get the, I had to get the big boy. Right. I had to look at life in a bigger scope. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, like you were saying, yo, like, you know, people were like, yo, Ali Muhammad. Like, I'm an artist. And I was talking to a friend of mine and they were, they, you know, they, um, they're one of the a great writer. You know what I mean? Like they want to write more and shit. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, I, I kind of gotta, I gotta give myself permission. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was, yeah, I was like, yeah. And I was like, honestly, you don't even gotta give yourself permission. You just gotta do it. Well, you already, you don't need. Per- you don't need but, permission. But, but it's uh-huh. something in you that that actually 
does. I guess the way that we've been programmed as humans in this society, it feels that way because, you know what I'm saying? And I don't have it as bad as, you know what I'm saying, I did when I first left my job where right. it felt like if you wasn't working on the schedule that everybody was working on, you was fucking up. You know what I'm saying? So right. even if you worked, like if I worked till 4 in the morning and I fucked right. around and slept too late, you know what I'm saying? Like fuck, I know shit. Now I'm now I'm looking like a lazy bum. Like, but you've been working all motherfucking night. You got to sleep at some point. But I had to right. give myself permission to say, you know what, man, whatever the fuck time I get up, as long as I'm right. doing my work, I'm doing my work. Because when I was working on the movie set, and they tell us one night we working from six a.m. to six p.m. Then we mm-hmm. then we do that for a week, take a day off, and then the next three days we working from six p.m. to six a.m. You ain't mm-hmm. you ain't feel no kind of way about sleeping all motherfucking day and getting up at right. three o'clock. <laughs> you know what I mean? It didn't bother mm-hmm. you at not one bit. So why is why does it bother you on your own shit? And now you trying to you running yourself raggedy, trying to stay up twenty four hours a day just so you don't feel lazy. Right. Which, but that's my point. Right. It, but that's my point. It's like giving yourself permission, I guess that's, you know, colloquial right. on a certain level for adjusting the perspective of it. You know what I mean? Like how they say, you know, um, stuck at home versus safe at home. You know what I mean? Like it's like, yo, nah, nigga, I was working all night. Of course I deserve to be able to sleep. I mean, I'm sleeping through quote unquote non-traditional hours. Mm-hmm. But, nigga, I was working during non-traditional hours and I'm fucking right. fatigued. Right. You know what I mean? But that's my point. It's just like, it's it's just it's just adjusting the scope of it. So, like, I was talking to a homie and um, he was like, you know, he works in medicine and shit. So, he was like, uh, we were talking about coronavirus. This was a few weeks ago. We were talking about coronavirus and, you know, how to dodge the shit. You know what I mean? You know, like everybody having these conversations. Mm-hmm. And... He was like, uh, you know, I, rather than looking at it as trying to avoid catching it, trying not to catch it, he said, well, obviously he worked in medicine too, but he was like, um, I assume I'm going to catch it. I just want to be strong enough to beat it when I do. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And just the way he looked at that shit made me look at it differently. You know what I'm saying? Just it, it just it changed the context just a little bit rather than like being in fear of some shit. It was like, well, embracing what could happen. Because there's always, you know, there's always some fucking consequences to engagement on any level. Right. You know what I mean? Like, niggas could get shot in the middle of the fucking coronavirus pandemic. Right. And that's how you go out. You know what I mean? But I looked at that, and then I was like, I kind of even opened the scope even more. I was like, yo, because I started doing certain shit like, yo, all right, I'm going I'm to slow down on the meat. This was early on. I was like, I'm going to slow down on the meat. I'm not going to be eating too much meat and shit because my homie was like, you know, don't eat too much meat. It's, uh, you know, inflammatory, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm so I was trying to be mindful about it. Mm-hmm. Heavy on the vegetables, da, 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 you know, drinking a ton of water, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just trying to trying to make it through this bitch, right? right? right. <laughs> then I, I said to myself, I was like, Am I am I living just to make it through Corona, or am I living? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I should, this should should be extended to exactly. forever. Like if I'm a, you know what I mean? If I'm a level up, so exactly. but I, it's it's yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's routines that you can carry on forever. 
You know what I'm saying? It's, it's absolutely that that allow it, it's this time that may allow you to see other ways of living that you didn't consider. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's how I'm looking at this whole time. It's like, well, I'm not necessarily lamenting the fact that I can't go out and be around people at this point because so much beautiful shit is happening right now, right then, right in my own head. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not that I'm not going to get back to it once the shit open back up and I feel cool about being out and around. It's just right. while I have this time, I'm going to take this time because shit, we might not might not have this kind of time ever again. You know what I mean? Right. Where every, yeah, everything yeah. stops. For, you know what I'm saying? And everybody had to stop. So yeah, mm. that is, that's unprecedented. That don't happen. Everybody keep going. Everybody keep it moving. You might stop, right. and then the shit keep blowing past you, and then you like, dang, everybody blowing past. Or you might be blowing past yeah. people and while they sitting down and, and had to stop. So right. appreciate it, man. Whatever jewels you come up with to adjust and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know what I'm saying, create a better way for yourself is going to be beneficial no matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I was, I feel you. I was looking at that shit. I was like, Inspiration is like the COVID you want to catch. You know what I mean? Like you gotta, you wanna, you wanna be like now that you kind of. Well, I know for sure I'm dolo in this fucking quarantine. So like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to monitor what I intake and shit like that on every level. So some of the stuff that I'm paying attention to, I'm trying to pay attention to shit that you know that I get inspired by, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, it's funny. Um, like I've been uh <clears throat> I've been going into a lot of like lives and shit. Mm-hmm. You know. And it sounds even funny when you say that like that. I've been peeking in on people's lives. Cause that I mean it's just IG lives in that way, but it's like, you know, like it just sound like you you kinda looking in on people's lives, or at least what they setting you up to see. Mm-hmm. Right. So um it's weird though, cause uh you know, these shits uh these these shits range. There's a, a full spectrum of just like people. There's this full spectrum of what you could do when you go live, right? Mm-hmm. Um, part of the reason I I don't really go live a whole lot was because I guess as a performer, I always felt like shout out to my man Adria because this motherfucker said this shit years ago. But he was like, the economy right now is people's attention span. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? People paying attention to you, that shit is just as good as money, right? right? And um, so like. As a performer, when I would go live or whatever, I would think, all right, I got to have something to present. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, And there's people that go live and they just be smoking weed and listening to records. There's people that go live that's doing their budgets. People go live <laughs> fucking cooking. You know what I'm saying? There's people that go live and then just, you know, answer questions or do trivia or whatever. It runs the gamut. People DJ, whatever the fuck. Right. Um, and it's just people that go live and just kick it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, there's no one way to do that shit, right? right. So, like, that shit had me like, all right, well, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, goes back to the thing about giving yourself permission. It was like, well, maybe, because I know when I used to do, not when I used to do, but when, like, when I first started doing comedy, or early on in my comedy career, I would hate to go on stage unless I knew exactly what I was going to talk about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I got, I got the, you know, my fucking, uh, what do you call this shit? Um, uh, little thumb, whatever, not thumb, 
thumb points or whatever the fuck. Your little bullet points. You got your bullet points on your shit. You say, right, I'm going to do that bit. 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 I'm going to be on stage for 15 minutes. That shit's all right, bet. That, sh- that should be enough. Mm-hmm. And there would be times when I'd be on stage and maybe I'd kind of like forget what the next bit was. Mm-hmm. And I'm just on stage and I'm like talking, you know what I mean? Like talking in the moment. And it might turn into a riff and it might go on to something and in those moments, one, those shits made you feel the most present. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Made me feel the most present. But then them shits were like, there was a time where I used to feel guilty about that because I felt like it was self-indulgent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, when I first started doing comedy, I would see, like, comedians on stage and they would just, it, they would be talking about, like, meandering and seemingly going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Some of the best motherfuckers do that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like... And I kind of looked at it like, I guess you got to pay your dues to get to that level to where motherfuckers want to see you meander. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like that's how I put it. I elevated right. it like that. But then I didn't realize, like, you meander to find the new shit. Right. You know, find the little shit between when you write in or when you when inspiration struck and you wrote it down or whatever. But, like, what's striking you in that moment? Somebody might have said something in that moment and you you ask a question Rather than get defensive, you ask a question and you indulge it and you see where it could go. Mm-hmm. And that shit is just as worthy as anything else. You know what I mean? Your time on stage is your time on stage. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just like your live is your live. Like, yep. you know what I mean? Your art is your art. There is no, there are no real rules to the shit. You do what you want to do. Right. You know what I mean? So like that shit just, you know, just had me on some shit. But I'm popping in, I say all that shit just have been popping into people's lives. And I don't know if there's etiquette to the shit. Because <laughs> like I said, some people could have thousands of motherfuckers in their lives. So you could just slide up in that motherfucking note. You know what I mean? Like, right. you might not have to announce yourself. Right. Sometimes you walk into a live, it'd be like four motherfuckers. And you don't know if they can't get a crowd or if they they wanted an intimate moment. Because sometimes you feel like you're walking into some intimate shit. Right. And then I always <laughs> feel like, I, always, nah, I do, it feels weird. And sometimes I look at, I guess when people are live, or you, when you're live, it tells everybody that comes in. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you're not even paying attention to that. You're just looking at the, the camera. Right. But as you walk in, it's always like, you know, D-Lemon Comedy joined. Right. And I always feel like motherfucker looking like, what this nigga doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? like, they, they want motherfuckers in there. Like, oh, shit. Nigga. I hope so. I hope, but I often feel like sometimes I'm not even going to be there for too long at all. Because if it don't look like it's nothing going on, right. I want to kind of be able to slide the fuck out, right. too. You can. Like, I and that, you know, I think people people already know that now. You know what I'm saying? But that right. don't make it feel it's no good. I, I just did that. I was about to call you. I was scrolling through Instagram, uh-huh. call you for the pod right now. So I was scrolling through right. Instagram right before the time. And then um, you know how somebody live will pop up on your shit. Such and such just went live. And then you, right. you try to click to your next shit, but that be in the way and you end up in the live. <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> I ended up in in uh just Vlad's live, Haitian V. And that's my okay. man's. You know what I'm saying? I, I ended up Absolutely. in the live, but I got to call you for the podcast. So I, I, I know it showed that I jumped up. And I know he saw it because right. he was looking down. And right. But I had to jump right out. I ain't even wait. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, ah. That's a lot. Yeah. I'm going to have to hit him up and let him know, yeah. hey, man, I ain't mean that. I was, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I don't want him that to think I'm hilarious. acting funny. 
Oh, exactly. Coming into, exactly. That's, you know, right. but. Yeah. Oh, Vladimir Kalikste. Uh, all the names. Yeah, he was, he was like he, 11 names. Yeah, he was on the cast with us. You know what I'm saying? He came on mm-hmm. couple, one time or two times. Um, yeah. Yeah, at least, at least once, maybe twice. Yeah. Uh, shit, man. Yeah, dude, I feel you, man. Yeah. Just finding, just indulging what you want to do. Right. You know, I've been deliberate about that shit. I'm right. trying to do exactly what I want while I'm in this bitch. Um, I was going to say something. I was going to ask you about something. Yo, you, uh, which is bugged out to me, you self-taught on Photoshop and Adobe Premiere and all of that shit, huh? Right. You just you just pick up the shit and then well, no, no, yeah, not but, really even fucking see, with the instruction you, manuals. Nah, you look shit up when you don't know what to do. Like, it's, you know, okay, I still okay. hit places where it's like, shit, fuck, what's wrong with this shit? And I had to go okay. YouTube the shit. But- uh-huh. The 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 benefit of being old, der, is that okay you've experienced shit before these programs exist. You know what I'm saying? So, right. so I've done projects. I made a magazine before Photoshop existed. You know what I'm saying? To where you cutting shit out for real with 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 paper, like you right. print shit out and cutting it out, and you know what I'm saying, pasting it and then copying that shit. You know what I'm saying? So you could take it back to the yes. So you understand the concept of what's going on. Like with Premiere, right? It was you no, know, I've I had edited a TV show before on you know what I'm saying where the shit was two machines and you got to do that shit like that. I've you know what I'm saying, right. but Premiere and those those programs like that are more similar to like music apps than anything. So like. From the old school music apps and, you know what I'm saying, where you putting shit on different tracks or even on a reel-to-reel and you could be putting this on this track and then you're going to take record off of that and you're going to record on this track and record something else. That's the same principles of these nonlinear editing programs. So it's, right. it's, it's like you already understand the basic concept. So by the time you get to the program, it's like, oh, that's what, okay. So this the tracks. Okay, this how I arm it. Okay, I'm good. And then you just roll through it from there. So, you know, I feel like I had a primer course in old school shenanigans in order to be Mm -hmm. able to teach myself how to do these shits. And a lot of times, you know, like I'm not proficient at none of them, really, like across the board. I could do all the shit. I don't edit like a real editor. You know what I'm saying? You go and you look at a real editor's timeline, that shit looks a lot different than how my shit look. I just be trying Mm. to get my finished product to look like an editor's finished product would look. And sometimes you hit your limitations and sometimes you don't get a certain thing because you don't really know how to do the shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just you do your motherfucking best. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And, right. Now you're just learning as you yeah. do it, trial and error. And, and the thing about it yeah. is real life will teach you best because it's like either people going to like it or they not. You know what I'm saying? They either going to pay right. you for it or they not. So if you feel mm-hmm. you figure out a way what people is paying you for it and they like what you're doing, then you you build a confidence because I didn't really know. You know what I mean? When I started saying I'm doing this shit for money, I, you know, I didn't know if I could do it. You know what I mean? But, all right, I got the basic understanding of what needed to happen. I told you what this what we was going to do. So, I'm going to sit my ass down until I figure out how to make it look like it's supposed to look. 
And then you learn shit along. That's when you learning the most because now you under real pressure. You under real scrutiny. And the first thing that I had to do when putting yourself in that position is taking your ego out of it. And that's this probably why I separated the art form from, you know what I'm saying, the art. Just from being from it being art because it's like when you when you selling it and you you doing it for money, you have to take yourself out of it when people start criticizing the shit. You know what I'm saying? When you send that shit to your client, they be like, ah, that's terrible. That's a bad shot. Well, they, they be like, yeah, yeah, damn, I thought that was a dope shot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, be like, yeah. motherfucker, that's that's that's, that's my shit. You know. So that's the first thing right. you got to. That was my favorite shot. Yeah, you, first yeah. first thing you got to take out. I I had to take out. You don't have to do shit, but I had to take that out if I wanted to get more successful at getting to the money part. You know what I'm saying? So right. when a motherfucking client hit me back with their notes, I be done. I don't be giving a fuck. Okay, I I mean sometimes sometimes you know they may not know the process. So they make a they they make a judgment on something based on the wrong reasons, and then it's your job to be able to go in and fix it your way, and then show it to them where they see it in another light. Because a lot of times it don't always be a one to one criticism. Like sometimes they be like, "This I, I get this a lot with when you're dealing with corporate brands and black people, right? And you shoot you shooting mm-hmm. black people, and you but it's for a mainstream space. So you may shoot some black people. And they're like, yeah, we, we wanted to be diverse, da, 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 da. Okay, cool, cool. So you putting black people in there, you putting white people in there, you doing all the shit. And then they look at it and they might say, this is too black. You're like, what the fuck mm. you talking about? This too black. I only got three black people in there. Like this shit is majority white. It's 25 white people right there. Now is this black people or white people say this? Is it too could black? be. It don't matter. It, it, you know, what I'm saying I've had it in both ways because it's really about the end product of who they marketing to or where they marketing it. You know what I'm saying? And uh-huh. but a lot of this shit is it. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna ask you: Is it always that explicit, or are there ways that it's said in a way to kind of like? No, sometimes it's not as explicit, you. but I understand. I already know what it is from the jump. Right, you know what I'm saying. Like, what's what's a cool way that they say it? They say know. it, but don't say. It. I don't. I, don't, I oh, can't right. recall. I only recall when they say it's it's too black. You be like, oh, it's too it's black. Too right, black. Like, but right. So a lot of times, I've I've learned that, you know, what I'm saying just in trial and error is that a lot of times it don't mm-hmm. be that it's too black or it's too many blacks. It's just be it might be the order, the sequence, and how you positioned everything. So you mm-hmm. may have put in, you may have put in. Um, a black guy with a gold chain next to, you know what I'm saying, a regular black guy mm-hmm. next to a black woman that's shapely and then a white person. That's, and then you, mm-hmm. then you do a whole sequence of white people. You might have that whole sequence of white people first, and then you get to the black mm-hmm. guy with a gold chain, shapely black woman, and a regular black guy. They might look at that and be like, oh, that's, you know what I'm saying, that little piece between here and now, that was way too black. Like, what? Right. But it's just, it's overload. Like, you you know what I'm saying? Psychologically, it'd be overload on them. You know what I'm saying? So all you do is you move you move the shapely woman up further, you know what I mean, into the white people section. And then after a couple more white people, then you put the black guy with the gold chain, and then the regular black guy can go anywhere. He can, he can go first, actually. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> and then they look at it and be like, oh, yeah. Regular black privilege. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, okay, this is great. You be like, it's the same shit, just in a different sequence. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because, one, you have to understand, a lot of, I, I specialize in sh- trying to shoot shit that you don't usually see. You know what I mean? On the screen. Right. You know what I mean? So, a lot of times, you have to deal with the psychology of them having never to deal with black people if they don't want to. And then... Mm them seeing us in their own way and having their own judgments about it. And then, and then you have to say, okay, either I'm going to attack that head on or I'm going to trick the situation. I'm going to finesse that shit without giving up the people, the actual people that I'm going to put in there. So if I'm doing my own project, like just being black, then I'm going to attack that head on. Like, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to show you some shit you ain't never seen before and it's going to make you uncomfortable and then I'm going to put it to some music that you feel very comfortable with. You know what I'm saying? That's supposed to be whimsical and and that that you're supposed to be happy and it feels happy and you see bubbles and nobody could be mad at bubbles but I ain't know what the fuck is what? You know what I'm saying? So now you're confused. So in my shit, in my art, I'm going to attack that head on. But in their work that they're paying me to create, I'm going to finesse it, but I'm going to still include mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? Until until they tell me, I just have, okay, you're just going to have to take that guy with the gold chain out, okay? And it's never literally a guy with a gold chain. It's just an example that I'm using. <laughs> um, but once you mix it up, put the same people, you don't even cut it. You don't even, sometimes you make the little, their pieces a little longer because you have more leeway. And then it works. And it's like, okay, this is great. I'm like, damn, this the same thing, but okay. And you have to not feel no kind of way about that because if you do, you won't finish the work. That's just part of the process. Yeah, it's the process. And then you're you're actually in a better position of of including things and opening up the scope of what's acceptable by being in position of power to put put in place. If you take that away from yourself, then and it's either this or nothing then you can't even, you know what I'm saying, explore the idea. At least that's just how I'll be looking at it when it comes to the work part of it. And the art, nah, the art part sense. in the art when it's just your shit, you do whatever the fuck you want. Like right. I did this piece the, the other day, this weekend, where I'm in Palm Springs. I placed myself in Palm Springs, you know what I'm saying, at a resort. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know what I'm saying, to, you know, it's clean resort. No, you you see two black good air, yeah, good air, and then the original piece is no people except for one white lady on the balcony, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I I explored switching her out for a black person, but I couldn't really find nobody in the exact position to make it work. So, mm-hmm. I left it, but it worked better with with that there, and then I put two guys, and I put one guy in the back that was walking, kind of looking and. And admiring my frozen cup. The the trip shit is is that again in a world when you could do anything, if you look really close, that guy is actually Puff Daddy. Looking at mm-hmm. my frozen cup, like yeah, where you get that shit from. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like that's in a world where you could right. do anything. Like you know what I'm saying? Where he's a regular guy. Like yo, I want a frozen cup too. 
I dig it. So I dig it. Right, yeah. So you you know you, in your work you could do what you want, and and right. allow people to either see it or not see it, or you know what I'm saying attack different um, norms. And and uh, that's why we talked about a long time ago. You never see you know what I'm saying black people barefooted on TV, and then Issa Rae came and had black people barefooted mm-hmm. on TV. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? She understands too. That's it. That's real shit. I'm with it. Yeah, like I'm with it. Like even on Insecure, that, like that. you know what I'm saying? TSA Bay. Like you don't really see guys like that be able to get it in on the sex scene on shows like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that opened it up. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you hear everybody talking about COVID as the great equalizer. It's not. But, equalizer um, what? <laughs> but but art can be. You know what I mean? Like how you say, you could you could design whatever you want to see and make it real. And there it go. Right. And now it's in the conversation. Right. And it's just the, you know what I mean? And it's it's the imagery that, that people are gonna have associations with. You know what I mean? And right. And and I'm new to it. I'm 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 not new to it in execution, but I'm new to it in being deliberate of my own uh, visions. You know what I'm saying? Right. In the way that it's just like, you know what, I'm gonna do it. And usually when I do that, you know, you overthink it, and then you never let the world see it. And I was I was two steps off of doing that shit with these shits. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't gonna put that first piece out. I was just like, you know, man, this, you know, it's just me. I'm just wilding. Oh, this is cool. Some cool shit I did. That was funny, but I didn't want to be judged or criticized for it. And then, right, two two minutes later, I'm like, man, are you out your mind, man? Post that shit. <laughs> and sometimes you got to do that. Sometimes you got. Sometimes you got to really. You gotta talk to yourself in the mirror. Yeah. And that's that that was that moment where you gave yourself permission. You was like, nigga, <laughs> that's what a permission slip sound like. Nigga. Post that. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? And then Ooh, I posted nigga. it up and I kept posting them shits and you could feel uh-huh. it's a different energy when you post when you creating right. knowing that this shit gonna hit the world. Quick. Yeah. That's the best. That's one of the best feelings, that anticipation when you feel like you got you got that heat to drop. You're like, ooh, wait till I wait till I hit these niggas. Watch. <laughs> that is one of the best moments of all time. Like, ooh, watch this shit. That's the best thing. That is that that's there's there's not too many feelings that equate to that in my mind. Yeah, I don't think I don't um, think I was there. I don't think I was all the way like, ooh, watch this shit. I was I was more like, ooh, let me see what's gonna happen. Let me see what okay, the feedback right, gonna be. Right. Let me see how people gonna react to the shit and preparing right. myself for no matter what people say. Fuck it, I'm gonna do it again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And committed to and it. That's it. You know what I mean? Just, just submit it to it. Don't dig that. Yeah. Shit. What else is good? <clears throat> yeah, that is. That's what's up, dude. I'm fucking. Uh, I feel like I'm doing Ramadan. I ain't eat today at all. <laughs> Uh, not because I'm not for any religious reason. It's just the nigga's time management is terrible. I guess <laughs> uh, this is when this is the first day back with uh, all to the side parking. So I'm out there in the world doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Then, um, you know, I've been going to uh, as most recently I've been going to YouTube Culinary Institute. 
And I've been like, you know, I've been cooking a lot of different shit. Is that a real thing or you just call it that? It's it's something I I created. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, it's where I go. I don't know if everyone else knows that that's the true title of that bitch. (laughs) But, uh, you know, outside of everything else, YouTube, because, you know, YouTube is community college. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you can learn all types of shit on there. Trade school, community college. Yeah. As long as you remember, you ain't paid for this shit. Right. Just know that. Right. Vet your information. And the person that's but, doing it might not be getting paid for it either. Absolutely not. Probably not. It's a great chance. So at least like, comment, or subscribe. <laughs> exactly. But I say this shit. They be asking too, could you like, comment, right. or subscribe, please? And actually, if you listen to this podcast and you haven't subscribed, subscribe to whatever platform you listen to it, whether that's Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, Etc. Please, you know, if you want to comment, you fucking with it, do that too. Yeah. But uh, back to our and regular. They all start schedule. off. Hey guys. <laughs> hey, I'm not mad at that. That's what's up. Hey, how are you? Uh, now nah, I've been I've been watching a lot of um, a lot of uh, cooking shit on YouTube, mm-hmm. and as of late, you know, it's I guess it started with the curry chicken. You know what I mean? Which is still evolving that recipe, but. I've been trying, not everything, but I've been trying to cook damn near everything that I used to fuck with on the outside. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like the shit that I would pull over and stop for and shit like that. So, you know, whether that's various Jamaican food, whether it's curry chicken shit, I just, I tried uh, a brown stew chicken recipe. It came out okay. I see where I fucked up a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like, it's very trial and error, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's just, it's just me in here trying to shit. Um, I think when Chris was on here, we, you know, we had our big cookie uh, spiel. We was getting into a bunch of different cookies, and I was telling you about Levain, how they got those oatmeal raisin cookies that are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Those shit's is $4. So uh, I looked online. You know, they be having the copycat recipes. I found the copycat recipe, and that shit is fucking close enough. I think if I do it again, <laughs> I could get it even closer. But I was like, oh, shit, we, we in here. We out. So, you know, it's just, it's really been that. Like, I've been really, you know, I guess to battle some of the restlessness sometimes of just being in the apartment and shit, I was like, um, you know, let me let me cook some shit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And more and more what I've been realizing is as of late, it's not always contingent. Like, I'm not studying a recipe like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I might, you know, if it's something I've never cooked before, I'm going to check out the recipe and I'm going to get to it. But then after I've done it, like with the curry chicken or with various things mm-hmm. that I've learned to cook, I don't have to be like, okay, and I'm going to put a tablespoon for that. And now I'm just cooking by feel. Yeah, you, tapping, you know what I mean? Tapping and then in, like, you tapping into the force. You becoming a food Jedi. Yeah, I think so. Jedi. I think I'm tapping into the, yeah, to that, to that grandma energy. <laughs> I don't, you know what I mean? That's what I see it. But, uh, like, just the fact that I could look at, I could look in the, like, I know what I got in the refrigerator and the freezer right now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I've been, a, I don't know if I ever had that, like, in my mind at any point in my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I knew a few things, but, like, if I'm in the supermarket, like, I could be like, oh, yeah, I got that. That'll work with this. Uh-huh. I, could fl- I could flip that with that. Like, I could see it for this shit. It's like clothes now. I'm going to play that with that. Okay, I got some tomatoes. Mm-hmm. I got a little bit of ju- You know what I mean? That shit's been kind of fun. Hey, I sign it, boy. They got about to be in your DMs. Like, oh, this motherfucker got the force. 
You know, I got the force out here. I got uh I got some I'm about to cook some turkey wigs after we get off of here. I'm excited about cooking this real shit. ass. <laughs> that's meals. My, that's my Tuesday. Grown people shit. Yeah. yeah, man. But I'm trying I'm not OD it too, because I made all the cookies and I froze a bunch of them shits. Like on some old I feel like my grandmother. My grandmother would have shit in the freezer mm-hmm. and know her freezer. Like, all right, you coming over? I right, bet I'm gonna pull this out of the I'm getting to that point in the world. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, man. That's what's been that's what I've been fucking with. Life, Still, um, life gonna be different when this yeah. shit open up. Motherfuckers know how to yeah, cook that so. shit they used to just frivolously buy. Word, word, you know, you know, like that's that's a freedom. <laughs> that's a different type of you know what I mean. That's a different type of leverage with yourself. You like man, fuck that. Just go to the supermarket. You can get all of that shit. Go get them ingredients. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm about to buy a bike too, man. I think yeah. I'm gonna get this bike. I see you out yeah, here. Yeah, I've been on the bike, pedaling. man. I've been on the bike, man. Through the pandemic. That was, that was actually yeah, always man. been my favorite favorite mode mode of of uh, exercise. But you know, what I'm saying because uh-huh. it's, it's 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 linked to the freedom you had as a kid. You know, what I'm saying when I got a right. when I got a bike in second grade, like a real bike that was fresh, mm. and you know, what I'm saying. And I hit the block right. with it, and I hit, and I was able to hit a few corners with it. I felt free, right. like that was like the the you know express train of freedom. You know what I mean? Like I was mm-hmm. I was exploring mm-hmm. everything once I got two wheels, and so yeah. as I got older, and you was doing it kind of like for exercise, it still felt free. You know what I mean? Like I was right before I moved to New York, I would hit this trail that went from. Cause my pops had moved to Cutler Ridge, which is down south Miami, like south of Coconut Grove and all that shit. So they had this trail that went 15 miles from basically from his crib straight into Coconut Grove, and then you, it's unobstructed. It's on a street they got canopy trees called Old Cutler Road. You know, at some points the bay it opens up, you can see Biscayne Bay. You know what I'm saying? All mm. you know, a bunch of nice houses and shit all all through there. It's just it's just a nice ride, like an easy ride. And it felt like exploration because I didn't know that part of town, you know. And you know, where I'm where I'm from, you ain't gonna see no no mansions and no shit like that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. outside of Miami Beach and Star Island and all that shit, I didn't really know where the mansions were located at. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. Mm-hmm. And so that's deliberate. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> the geography is such where you are separate. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you don't even know. Yeah, yeah. You don't even know. There's a thing. You're not going to ride your bike up on them shits either. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Far. Fuck out of here with that. You're going to yeah. be on the bus for an hour. Fuck around. Mm-hmm. But but being able to roll and see this, I'm exploring at the same time, but you getting 30 miles in every day, you know? Right. And, that shit, that shit felt good. It didn't feel like exercise. It just felt felt good. You know what I mean? I guess that's how some people feel when they running. But when I run, it feel like work. Mm-hmm. Shit feel like, oh, this is yeah. laborious. Yeah. Pedaling is a lot easier. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This <laughs> yeah. shit is yeah. boring. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you can't really right. look at shit because your eyes is bouncing up and down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And then you're, you're trying to keep your breath in order. 
Holy shit. And when you keep your breath when you're running, you try to catch your breath, you stop. Right. You can catch your breath on a bike and still be moving. Right. <laughs> still be cooling. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, that that always been my favorite, you know, exercise yeah. to do when you're just doing some exercise outside yeah. as opposed to running. So, hey, I've been on the bike. You know what I'm saying? I got to I gotta upgrade my they, – you know, they made it a law that you, you had to wear a helmet. And then so, – right. so I got – I was at a – What's the penalty? Was it a ticket? Oh, I don't even know. Um, I was at an event. We were shooting – I was shooting with Laura Checkaway. We were shooting Cuomo, old okay. Cuomo. And – Oh, where? Recently? I think it was last summer. And – Oh, okay. And uh, they were giving out – they had just passed the law, whatever, that in October it was going to be mandatory to have uh, helmets. So they were giving out right. these city helmets, you know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. Vision Zero helmets. And they pretty cool. They didn't look like, you know what I'm saying? They didn't look like you no know, welfare helmet or nothing. They look cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some city, the city giving out shit just the that shit to be fucked hilarious. up. <laughs> just plain Jane. Fucking welfare helmet. You know what I'm These niggas will roast you. Yeah. They identified your helmet as the welfare helmet. I mean, it probably <laughs> is, you know what I'm saying? Funny. But, you know. It is, but it is. But I hear you. That's but the it, sad it, it shit. Had a, niggas don't it had a cool design. Kidding. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was well designed. Oh, so, man. So I, so I got the welfare helmet and shit. And yeah. so when I was I was about to ride, I was like, damn, I got to put on this fucking helmet and shit. And I ain't, you know, ain't want right. to do it, but I did it. And, you know, my wife was like, right. if you're going to ride, you need to wear your helmet. <sighs> uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Now you feel like a That's chump. Yeah. And then you, as soon as you hit the right. road, you see a little white girl, no helmet, just flowing in, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. damn, do you see everybody you see don't have on a helmet when you when you wearing your helmet mm-hmm. and shit. And so yeah. I've been riding, you know what I'm saying, expanding my little boundaries. And um so the other day, yesterday, when I saw the block party and shit, I'm like, man, fuck this shit, man. I ain't wearing that helmet today. Fuck that shit. So You weren't having a helmet on that huh? day? Nah, I was like, fuck it, I ain't you said- nah, I ain't have it on. I just I didn't wear it. Okay. And then Okay. So I'm rolling. This time, everybody I see got on the helmet. Everybody. I mean, I didn't see one person without a helmet. I'm like, man, fuck. And then at one point, the police got behind me. I'm like, ah, now I'm about to get pulled over on a bike. This is some bullshit. But they they, they kept it worse. I was like, man, fuck it. Let me, I I need to purchase Mm -hmm. a helmet that I will feel comfortable wearing. So that's that's what I've been looking up now, trying to figure out what's the style. A helmet that I want. Right. And then I guess you you know better than me because you got a reference helmet. But how you even know your helmet size? Is it just small, medium, large? Or was it like, is it like a fitted? Is it like a seven it's, and five eighths? You know what I'm saying? Well, again, I got the welfare helmet. So it's small, medium, large, extra large. They fit. They fitted us got at it. the thing. You know what I'm saying? They measured your head and then they told you which one would be best for your head. And then, um, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, I guess you go to a bike shop or whatever. I don't know. Maybe right. it's an online thing that can tell you how to measure your head. I'm sure YouTube got it. Yeah, I'm sure. You know yeah, I guess there's the, the that. Inst- YouTube yeah. Institute has uh, somebody telling you how to measure your head for a fucking helmet. That's the funny shit about this whole thing. So, like, I, I'm a cop a bike, but it's, like, it's weird this shit is even weirder than buying sneakers online. Like, buying a bike online, like, at least you want to be able to, 
you might not get to ride it around, but at least you want to be able to sit on it, see how it look, yeah, you, how it feel. You definitely gotta you, you gotta know. know your measurement though, like what size right. frame to get. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to yeah. play yourself. I looked online, I found some shit. I found like a little manual or whatever, but it's just and I'm a, I'm gonna go by that. Yeah. But it's just weird to like not be able to really gauge it in the moment. You know, like it's it's like the old school put on some sneakers and walk to the mirror. Right. You know what I'm saying? See how they feel, see how they look. Mm-hmm. That shit ain't gonna happen till it get here. Right. And it's just it's just when and then, then they telling me the place that I'm ordering from, they were like, uh, so far that I've seen, they were like, We'll send you your bike ninety percent assembled. Right. You know, we suggest you go to a bike shop to get the last ten percent, you know, mm-hmm. situated so they could look it over. Right. You know, basically an uh, expert. Right. But I and it, I saw an, a, a thing about one bike shop in Brooklyn that's open. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, it's just I might go there, but it just seems like, damn, am I just gonna have to go to YouTube and and fucking yeah. just connect but, my but shit? Might have to, last ten percent and just live the life. Problem is you ain't you ain't, you might that, not have the tools. You know what I'm saying to do right. certain little things because it's certain. It's like certain depending on what is not assembled, it's certain things that right. that, that is best done with special tools that that do certain things. So, right, you know. Cause I've been fixing bikes my whole life, but you been doing. I just mm-hmm. been doing it the bootleg way with a monkey wrench. You know what I mean? <laughs> and stripping right. your yeah, stripping bit. your shit. You know what I mean? You're not doing it right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At the best, you might have a ratchet wrench. You know what I mean? But yeah, the ratchet was the shit. Yeah. So, but like I'm watching a video on how to change my damn um my cranks. And it's a special tool. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I've been, I would have fucked my, <laughs> I would have been banging them joints with a hammer trying to get them off. Right. So, yeah, it's definitely, you know, if you could go to somebody, I'm sure somebody around that that's doing that shit, you know what I mean? That might not yeah, have, I gotta find that out. might not have an internet presence that's just, they fix mm-hmm. bikes. And, you know, if, if it's just yeah. like the handlebars ain't on, then that ain't nothing. You get your ratchet in. Put them joints on. It shouldn't be crazy. Um, oh, but there's always a problem with me putting the chain on back in the day. Seat. Yeah. That was always tough. Yeah, I just had to put my chain on, you know. Good thing I had, I was stocked up with gloves because, you know, usually I'd be yeah. oiled up. Mm-hmm. But yeah. You got all what, what, what you got? Yeah. You got a 10 speed, single speed? What you get? I ain't even getting nothing yet. I'm looking at like a, uh, and that's the other thing. Because then it's like, they, like a 10-speed, I guess, you know, there's like fixed gears, yeah. there's road bikes, there's hybrid bikes, there's um, mm-hmm. mountain bikes. Like, I want some shit that I can move through. I don't want my shit looking super uh, clunky. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like a little smooth 10-speed, but with a little bit more, because some of that 10-speed action... Uh, like I like a little bit. I don't know. I gotta find it. I gotta see what it is. I've been cool. looking. I haven't fenders and shit. You don't have a basket. No, I don't want all. Until of you want to, until you want to go to the store and you be like, damn, I wish I would have got a basket on my shit. <laughs> oh, nah, I'm, I'm cool on the basket. <laughs> not, not like a basket. big basket. They got they got the modern sleek looking baskets that's very masculine. It don't have to look uh, like a basket full of daisies. Okay. Or a bike or or the rack that go across the back. With a baguette. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, with a baguette. Strap some shit down on your rack so you ain't gotta be off balance trying to carry the shit on the backpack. 
Then the other shit is you got to get a lock. Definitely. You got to get one of them good locks. Gotta, you got a lock or you just out here locking? No, I got a lock. I'm, I've come from the era of protect your bike at all costs. <laughs> right. That's a whole that's a whole level of anxiety I ain't had to th- think about since I was like probably 16. Nah, but my right, you know what I mean? But younger than that. My bike don't yeah, live outside. Been a bike rider in years. My bike don't live outside. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, but still if you want to pop in Yeah, I, I got a lot to pop in, sure you know what I'm saying? I definitely got a lot to pop in, but I'm not leaving my shit nowhere okay. overnight for somebody to plot and plan and come with. Right. They got YouTube right. videos for that too. To how to pop a lock, about how to steal, steal a, bike? a bike. Yeah, they got all kind of videos on YouTube. Cause I was, I was, Damn. I was trying to, I was looking up something and I saw somebody that was that was complaining that their bike got stolen, and they had right. one of those you know super duper locks. Like motherfuckers, mm-hmm. if you see this bike, you know what I'm saying, and we got a reward. I'm like shit, that shit right. is gone, bro. Um, yeah, that shit is super good. But but I was like, damn, how yeah. the fuck they got through that? And then I pulled up some YouTube videos. They got all kind of shit out there to cut your lock. So, mm-hmm. That's so good to young, know. I'm about to watch you know that too. Definitely young. Yeah. If you got something new and shiny and, you know what I'm saying, impressive to you, it's probably impressive to a thief mm-hmm. too. So Yeah, that's true. You know, you And we ain't stole one of them yet. So you might yeah. might want to um, you know. Get you a quality lock, and you know, mind be mindful of your time frames where you where you gonna have to leave mm-hmm. it. Right now, I'm using yeah. it most for exercise, but if I pop into something, you know what I'm saying? I got a, I got a lot to, you know. Mm-hmm. Hit a good target on the bike, or what you you taking train to target? Actually, I was last time I went to Target, I was gonna ride the bike, but it was too cold. It was like forty some degrees. I'm like, yeah. You know what I'm saying that gets yeah. that gets a little crazy after you get ten minutes in and the wind start whooping you. So yeah, I yeah, uh, yeah. I ended <coughs> up Ubering uh, down to the Target. Okay, right. I think you did say that actually. Yeah. But uh, oh, yeah, but man. bikes, man. In New so, York bikes are very convenient, but it's dangerous out there on the road on some. You know what I mean? So you got to protect yourself. But it's it's places where. The trains don't necessarily little pockets where the train is not as efficient. It's like mm-hmm. say if you're going to you you leaving Bed Stuy on my side of Bed Stuy going to Bushwick. Uh-huh. There's no real train mm-hmm. that's gonna get you that easy. You got to catch three trains mm-hmm. to get there, and it's like really it's, it's a long ass walk. But you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a mm-hmm. five minute bike ride. You know what I'm saying? A seven minute bike ride, right. Right. and but it's it's a it's a thirty forty minute ordeal on the train, mm-hmm. so it's it's good in those situations to hit these pockets where the trains aren't as efficient to get to. Yeah, yeah, I forgot all about the exploration portion of it. Mm-hmm. You know, just pedaling through all types of different neighborhoods, seeing what's what. Yeah. You know, cruising. You know what I mean? Just coming through that shit. That was that was a whole. Yeah, that's a whole vibe like you, right there. Uh, as that's a kid, that. your bike was, that's when you became free. Uh, your car. Free. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? In the I world. can go wherever until you try to go right. too far. Right, like, right, right. I went too far. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. I be always going too far. I had at one point where. Uh, what determined what was too far? I, where you get to the point where it's like, damn, I still. Still not, I'm still not there. I still got a ways to go, and I'm too far to turn around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> it's like, right. shit. Point of no return. Yeah, so right. 
Yeah. At one point where I was on the, I, I was into using my skates as transportation because that was just a cool oh, wow. thing to do at, at for this little stretch in like fourth grade. I used your skates. Mm. And then I would skate to my uncle's house and it was like way too far to be skating. I'm talking about that shit mm. was way too far. You know what I'm saying? I looked it up later. It was about almost four miles. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So it's like, you was in fourth grade. Yeah. So it's like shit, and you know it's all good. You coming down 183rd Street, like I lived on like 181st and 12th Ave, right? Mm-hmm. Where I was going was the Bajas, which was 27th Ave and like 200. So that's like 20 something blocks, 20 blocks one way, and 15 the other. You know what I'm saying? 15 the long right, way, right, right. 20 the short way. And okay. gotcha. And the Bajas, when you're on 27th Ave, it's like where the stadium is now, but the stadium on there. So all was there was like these sand dunes, and it looked like white sand, like desert sand, but is is uh they call it the Bajas. So it's a long stretch. That long stretch from 183rd to 200 Street was all fucking sand. <laughs> so it's. It, Oh, so you fucking skating through? No, sand? no, no. It's a sidewalk and it's in the road, but a oh. side. But it was no buildings in between that. It was like just oh, these okay. sand dunes. So it's deserted. It was like the desert. Yeah, it was like a desert for skating. real. So you, you when you sliding through the Bajas, Moses. by the time you get five blocks right. in, you like, God damn, I got fifteen more blocks of this shit. <laughs> then you start worrying. You be like, Damn, I went too far. This isn't this one to right. be playing. Right. I hope I can live. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hope I survive. This and then shit. I'm way too far to turn around. <laughs> I'm thirsty. You right. know what I'm saying? I didn't take into right. account I'd right. probably need to bring some water with me. It's hot. The sun is beaming. Yeah. There's no nothing to distract you from the cars looking at you like, where the fuck is he going on them skates? Right. <laughs> Just a lesson in perseverance. In <laughs> mm-hmm. Keep pushing. So Man. Yeah. So, yo, you want to talk about insecure before we get out of here? Because again, I, I ain't all day. I'm ready for this these turkey wings. I gotta get I to it. Gotta, I uh, still got an hour on the fast, but uh, yeah. So, I mean, we could talk oh, about damn, we could talk about you. insecure, but I ain't gonna hold you. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean. I appreciate it. I'm not gonna lie, dog. I'm starving. Nah, but, but, I, yeah, I would love to nah, kick but, it. But you more. know, what I'm saying it ain't even it ain't <laughs> but, even. Nothing to talk about on Insecure really like that, no way, because, you know okay. what I'm saying, they kind of hit a little passe right now, a passe right now, so. Yeah. So go yeah. ahead and get they yourself something to eat, man. Bit. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate everybody uh, rocking with us today, you know what I mean? I had some shout-outs, but uh, I, had, I left my, no, out. I left my list of shout-outs downstairs, so I'm going to have to do those shout-outs next week. Well, tell the people where you're going to be or what's going, what to look for. Look, go to um, be at uh, on Instagram at Mr. Muhammad, and um, you know, go check mm-hmm. me out from from a new artwork. You know, what I'm saying be dropping, you know, regularly. Mm-hmm. You know, at least for for now, I'm dropping them shits regularly. Um, I'm drop something tomorrow. I'm I'm working on some dope shit for tomorrow. That um, I went through some of my old hard drives and um, and realized that I got ten years of pictures and video just ready to be collaged up so i got you know what i'm saying i shot mm. a lot of good people like and one of the most 
the like as far as celebrities go, the person I've probably shot more than anybody, and he probably still don't even know me, is Swiss Beats. So I got a dope mm. shot of Swiss that I'm I collaged up that I'm just do just cause. You know what I'm saying? Call that shit zone. zone. Yeah, word. That's for the name. He committed to that zone yeah. shit. That's his. That's his name. Hey man, you gotta commit. That's one thing you gotta learn from somebody like Swiss, man. You gotta commit, cause I mean I know you hungry and all that shit, but I'm gonna just go into this since I'm gonna drop the piece. <laughs> <laughs> when <laughs> I'm in a hungry zone. You know what I'm when when I when you gotta talk to talk to yourself, man. Talk to your talk to your mind, dog. It's, uh-huh. it's all in your mind. Um, got you, got you. When um, when I first started, even before I started shooting video, I had a camera when I was doing the magazine, and Bevy did a dinner for Swiss. That was the first time I shot him. Swiss beats like dinner with Bevy. Okay. And dinner with Bevy is such that you know she puts you in the room with these different fashion people and these different you know luxury brands and fashion people. And at the time, Swiss was trying to switch his style from you know his hip hop you know hoodie style into a more streamlined luxury space. And at the time, it was just something he wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? And even at that dinner, you know, he got on a reg- like a bomber jacket with a hat backwards and a chain. You know what I'm saying? So he hadn't fully realized the shit yet. And so I shot that, and then I was able to listen to the conversations that was going on in the room and the intention that went into the room. And then years later, you know what I'm saying? I've shot him a few more times, and this time in a luxury space. I shot him talking about his watch collection, you know what I'm saying? Which he, you know, he talked about his early stuff that he just bought just because, you know, everybody else was doing it till once he started to get in the space. And he really went deep into the watch space and went to Switzerland and met with the watch people, and he could talk about them shits at length. You know what I'm saying? So... Mm-hmm. So I started going through that shit, realizing that damn, I got a lot of shit on Swiss. So let me put something together. And so I, I started this shit is looking dope so far. So hopefully I finish it tonight so I could drop it by the time you hear this episode. Right. That's what's up, people. Uh, you know, anticipate so at Mr. Muhammad the next on, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Get that, get that Ali Muhammad, the artist in residence, mm-hmm. stuck in residence. <laughs> Oh man You find me D-Lemon Comedy everywhere Twitter, Instagram uh, YouTube Tonight man I'll be uh, Comedy Seller nightly on the Comedy Seller YouTube It it streams live uh, So check that out But until then Tell a friend to tell a friend And even an enemy To get in the conversation We're out Peace.